believe that we may mix our faith with what we hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, children. It's time, sorry, it's children, children are going out. Sorry. And youth. Wow. We've got youth and children today. So, Father, as the youth and children go out and the people that are ministering to them, we just release your blessing, your anointing on them and on the workers, Lord God, that they may be ministered to in life by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. Is it possible to have some keyboard? Sorry, Ricky, if he's around. Oh, sorry, Ricky. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just focus on Jesus right now. We'll focus on the Holy Spirit. Father, we, we love you. Come on, let's just tell him how wonderful he is right now. Just an amazing, lovely anointing in this place today. It's flowing like a river. And I don't know what you've come. I haven't got long. I'm not going to share for long at all. Um, I don't know what you've come here for today, but there is a river flowing in this place. Amen? And in that river, there's healing. If that's what you come for, just lift your hand as I call it. I can feel God just changing the agenda. There's healing in the river. Amen? Thank you. There's there's a release from shame. There's a song that says, you unravel me. And it just reminds me of when I was coming to the Lord and not that I've all, you know, we all feel shame at times, but I had so much shame. So if that's you, just raise up now. Yeah, release some shame. He wants to unravel today. He's completely changing the whole thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you don't feel like you're good enough for God. I dare you to put your hand up. I dare, actually, yeah. I'm not in my flesh good enough for God. Amen. Someone's getting delivered today. God's doing something. That's right. Well, the devil, I will tell you today that the devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Amen. Those people, just raise your hands again if you don't think you're good enough for God. Because God right now is touching you. I don't have to do anything. He's touching you and he's releasing that from you now. To let you know who you are in God. Who you are in Christ. God, you know what? Jesus didn't make mistakes when he made us. Because he made us in his image. You might think, well, I'm not like him. But that's what the word says. We can be like him. And we're striving to be like him. And that's why he went to the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The brother at the back in the lovely suit today that I spoke to earlier. What is your name again? Brian, can you just stand up for one minute, Brian? Brian, the Lord sees you. And... He's pleased with you, Brian, and he's going to use you. He's probably already using you, but he's got a mighty plan for your life. God pointed you out. That's why I came over earlier. And, you know, where he's brought you from, he's got a new life for you. He's, he's got a mighty plan for you. So, Father, we just thank you for Brian. Just take away everything, Lord, that would hinder him in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for resurrection power. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. His power's here to set us free. Amen. Amen. Matthew 26, 36. Jesus, I know it's Resurrection Sunday, but I just want to start with this. Jesus, from verse 36, it says, Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. 
he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him and began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He was getting ready to take all of our sin, guys. He was getting ready to take all of our sin to set us free. Isn't that wonderful? He was starting to feel the overwhelming sorrow of all the things that we've done and we might still do. He took it all on the cross. Amen? Going a little farther, because he came in a man's body, was feeling what we feel. He fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken away from me. Don't we feel like that sometimes? We feel overwhelmed sometimes. Lord, this is too much. It's too much for me. But he said, not as I will, Lord, but as you will. Amen? Let his will be done. He wants our full attention. It's not our agenda anymore. When we give our hearts to the Lord, it's not our agenda. It's his will. Hallelujah. Then he returned to the disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I was at a prayer conference yesterday and someone preached on prayer and it ministered to me that, you know, I need to pray more. But we should be praying all day. Not that you can walk around praying, but, you know, in your mind... Wherever you go, if you see something, pray. Amen? Because the spirit is willing. So Jesus, but the flesh is weak. Jesus said, watch and pray so we won't fall into temptation, guys. Because we can all fall. You agree? If there is one person in here that don't ever fall, has never fallen, never will, come and pray for us after, please. We need that anointing. So we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and fixed on the prize. Amen? Then in verse 42, he went away a second time and prayed and it was getting heavier what he was taking on. My father, if it's not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. And we all know that when we're in a meeting. Prayer meetings especially. It's like the enemy gives you some sleeping pills. In the spirit. Um, so he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same things. So they, they just left him at his point of need. And there'll be times when people leave us at our point of need. Come on, we all go through it, don't we? They're not there for me. Where are you? But you know what? Jesus is there for you. I really felt the Lord wanted people to know that. Because I go through that as well, you know. You expect things from people and they, just, they don't come up with it. And we get disappointed. But you know, God will, will never be disappointed in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen? It will never leave us. It will never forsake us. And then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. And the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. And here is my betrayer. The man that he'd been walking with. The man that had been sitting and worshipping him, Judas. All along was planning to betray him. But it had to happen. Amen? So that he could go to the cross. I'm sure if Judas hadn't done it, 
there would have been another way that he ended up at the cross. Amen? So people will betray us, guys. I really felt the Lord wanted to say that today. And, you know, every pastor, believe me, I've been one, experiences Judas's. I, mean, I don't mean to be horrible. But the people you sow your life into, you know, I'll never leave you, pastor. And, and they go, and that's fine. They talk about us. They talk about you. But, you know, none of us are perfect, are we? But God, we all have to have a Judas experience because he, he uses Judas to teach us lessons. Amen? Amen? So that he can have his way in our lives. Amen? J- Jesus actually washed his feet. And in John 13, it says, even though Judas would betray him. Hallelujah. Do we still want to be like Jesus? (laughs) He was the ultimate sacrifice, the Lamb of God, who came to take away the sins of the world. Thank God, eh? Because I had so much sin before and I'm still not sinless. But before I come to him, I needed him. Amen? There's a few other people in this room that have needed him and I think we, uh, that have come from real darkness, I think all of us anyway, amen? amen? He was the sacrifice. He became a man to get the message to man, amen? He had to shed his blood for us to receive salvation and to have access to his dunamis supernatural power that you're feeling today, the power that's filled this room, the power that set us free, Who's got a testimony? Don't come up and give it, but just raise your hand if God's done something for you. Something wonderful and supernatural. Amen? Amen. He delivers us from the foulest snare. Just going to go over this quickly. Seven ways that Jesus shed his blood for us. He sweat, it says in Luke 22, 44. Being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Imagine that. And his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground when he was praying. He shed his blood when he was struck in the face. They spat in his face and beat him and others struck him with the palms of their hands. He shed his blood when they lashed his back with a whip and it wasn't just an ordinary whip. It was horrible. It had metal balls on it. They put a crown of piercing thorns on his head, mocking him, and they twisted it and spat at him and took a reed and struck him on the head. They plucked out his beard. I don't know what that must feel like, guys, but that must make you men feel pretty horrible. They plucked out his beard. He says, I gave my cheek to those who plucked out the beard, and I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. So Jesus has felt shame. Amen? He's felt pain. He's been lonely when no one was there for him, right at the last minute. If those disciples had known what afterwards, imagine how they must have felt when they realised why he wanted them to pray. And don't we all feel like that sometimes? Amen? Even just an example of someone I know at the moment is not well and it's all of a sudden everyone's rallying around and you know, you think back and you think, I could have been there quite serious, very serious. And I could have been there before. 
We're human, aren't we? Amen. And the crucifixion, it says, they pierced my hands and my feet. Imagine that. Don't know about you, but a little cut hurts, doesn't it? But imagine something, a nail going through here and going through your ankle. I used to have years ago, before I was a Christian, when I was looking for healing, eventually God healed me. I was having to have a wheelchair and all sorts of things. I went everywhere to get healed. And I went for uh, acupuncture. And they put a tiny little needle in a certain spot in your ankle. It never never healed me. But it hurt. (laughs) That hurt a lot, that spot. Imagine that massive now being driven in for us. Look at someone and say, he did it for you. Come on, look at someone and say, he did it for you. He did it for you. He did it for us. Amen. So that we could have freedom, that we could have joy. There's a joy that comes from God. I I can't get over it because even at work, they say, I work in a prison, as most of you know, and they say, even my colleague, another chaplain, says, you're always happy. Yeah, because I've got the joy of the Lord. I might have stuff going on. But I've got the joy. There's a joy that no one can take off you. I tell the prisoners, I say, no one can take Jesus from you. They can take everything else. They can take your liberty, but they cannot take your faith. Amen? They can't take that secret place that we have with God. So he made a blood covenant with us, guys, to keep his promise. He doesn't let us down like man and woman. He keeps his promise. Amen? And right at the end, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And then they divided up his clothes and cast his lots. That is what God speaks to me when someone messes me about, someone upsets me. Quite often I just hear that. They know not what they do. Amen? Amen. Sometimes we do things we don't know why we're doing it. We don't know what we're doing until after and we realise that we've caused problems. Amen. But we need to remember, they've not got Jesus. And even sometimes when we have got Jesus. We know not what we do. Amen? Let me just go to Luke 24. Because after they killed Jesus, as you know, they put him in a tomb. I'm going to skip to that. And in Luke 24, 24, it says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared. I won't bang on about the women, it's all right. And went to the tomb. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And when they entered... They did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But one of them said, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Amen. He's not here. He's risen. He's risen, church. He's risen. Hallelujah. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners to be crucified on the third day. But on the third day he will be raised again. And then they remembered his words. Amen? You might be in a a, a horrible situation right now, but your breakthrough is coming. Amen? On the third day he rose again. You will rise again. You will rise again. Amen? You will rise again. Look at your neighbour and say, you will rise again. Come on, touch someone and say, you'll rise again. 
You will. Amen? God hasn't forgotten us. Hallelujah. If we're going through it, he's getting us ready for the next level. Praise God. Dunamis power. Hallelujah. 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 The stone boulder that closed the tomb weighed one to two tons. Wow. So that was 2,000 apparently on the internet to 4,000 pounds. It was easier to roll across the opening. It's all right to get it across apparently, but to roll it away, the way the tomb was, was built, the entrance of the tomb, is very, very hard to get it away. Amen? So basically it was almost impossible to move it. But God and his dunamis power. Can you imagine what happened when he broke out of that place? Amen? And some of us are in tombs and we're going to break out of that place today. Amen? We're going to be unraveled. He's unraveling us. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is about to roll away the stone. He's doing a new thing in this church. Amen? Amen. The same power that split the curtain in the tabernacle when he took his last human breath or godly breath and raised Jesus from the dead is in our lives. Amen? Did you know that you can pray for people and they'll be healed? If you've got Jesus, we need to start walking in that. We're in the last days. Amen? We went to the now shop the other day, Rosalie and I, and we didn't plan it. We just, this is what we need to be walking in now. Just, just be natural that wherever we go, we take, we carry the anointing. Amen? We take the anointing with us and we, we sat down to have our feet down. I weren't thinking about ministering to the ladies. And then we don't know how it all started, but within a few minutes, the lady, one of them was crying. Someone had already ministered to her before. Even though they, were, they had all their, that one of them, the one who owned it was a Buddhist and had their idol stuff out. But God just moved because we carried him into there. Amen? We need to start walking in that. I'm sure you already are. But if you're not, I dare you to be fearless for Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to say much more because of time, but... Um, in, in Matthew 27, 50 to 53, Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and he gave up his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, imagine that, and the rocks split. And we worry about little things in our lives that God, we want God to do. Amen? He's doing it. Look at someone and say he's doing it already. I'm going to get on your nerves. He's able. Amen. I've been under attack for about seven weeks with a virus, but I thought, no, you're not going to stop me from coming to church today. Amen. Because there is dynamis power in here, inside of me, healing power. Amen. And I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to walk in faith. Hallelujah. The earth shook, the rocks split, the tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Imagine that. That is the power of God. 
The word resurrection means the standing up of a a corpse. I love that. Amen? Some things are going to come alive today in our lives. Amen? We're not going to leave this place the same way that we come in. Hallelujah. Satan was expected, I am finished. But instead he got, it is finished. Amen? It is finished. Start speaking that over our circumstances. It is finished. Amen? I am not finished. It is finished. Hallelujah. It's when we come to the end of ourselves that God gives us a new beginning. Amen? Amen? Have you come to the end of yourself yet? Hallelujah. He will give us beauty for ashes. Amen? Hallelujah. He says he knows the plans that he has for us to prosper us and not to harm us. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus speaks. Amen? I mean, one day I would love to share on the blood because it's so powerful. Amen? The blood covenant that he made with us when he died on that cross. It's, it's an, a, a really... Satanists use it. They use it as covenants. Um, um, gang leaders do it. They use it. They make covenants so that they cannot get out of that gang in America. Not here. I don't know if they do it here. But I know um, somebody called Art Blaos. He was a, he was a hitman, And he got saved, thank God. And he murdered lots of people. And he said that they made a covenant, a blood covenant. Blood, he wrote a book called Blood In, Blood Out. That's how powerful the blood is. But you know what? When he got out of prison, he was on death row. And after 12 years, he actually supernaturally got released. I can't tell the whole story. But I've met the man. He's still ministering because I've looked him up on Facebook. He lives in America in New York. Part of Nikki Crew's ministry. They made a blood covenant. But the blood of Jesus is stronger and more powerful than any other covenant. Amen. And when he got out of prison, he went to the Nicky Cruz ministry's men's home just because he didn't have nowhere else to go. But he got saved. And he was frightened because he said he knew he was going to meet the guys from his gang, the gang that he was involved in, the mafia it was. It wasn't no little thing. And one day he got a job in a car wash, humbled himself. And one day their car pulled in, all blacked out windows, but he could see in the front who was in it. And he thought, this is it, I'm going. He said, Lord... If they have to kill me, they have to kill me. And they drove through and drove out. I don't think they even saw him. Amen? So God will make your enemies not even see you. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Jesus said, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. Jesus will always raise you back up because we've got his DNA. Because he's our father. Amen? I just want to finish now because of time, but just give some... I felt the Lord say this morning, and Kelly's given me permission to ask anyone in this place today that wants to dedicate their life to Jesus. Maybe you haven't made a full commitment. If I could have all heads bowed. If you haven't made a full commitment to God, or you feel you've walked away from him a bit and you want to rededicate your life to God, I just want you just to raise up your hand in this place if you want to rededicate your life. And if that's you, 
or you want prayer for something, just come forward now before we take communion and we'll pray for you. Hallelujah. I know there's people here that feel they want to rededicate their life or give their life. I know there are, but that's fine. But this is an opportunity. We don't know when we leave here what might happen. God loves you. He cares about you. the Lord. Brenda, I'll bite you up. We're going to take communion now. Hallelujah. Brenda's going to do some readings from, from Luke. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.